Hello, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. This podcast is about people, their stories, their experiences, and the things they can't explain. We live in a world where supernatural occurrences happen to people more often than we talk about. And on this show, we're going to explore these paranormal encounters and become a place where people can share what they've gone through without the fear of being told they're crazy. You are not alone. My name is Rafael Gonzalez, and you are listening to Maybe It's Spiritual. Hello, guys, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. Hello, Raph. Hi. Hi. Hey, hey Raph. So tonight, in lieu of Halloween, we are telling a spooky story that kind of touched all of us, and we're going to discuss it in detail, and I'm going to start telling it now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, spin the iron. Wow. Spooky. That was spooky, right? Yeah. Compelling. A little bit. So in 2019, a girl named Bella was coming home from uh, university to her hometown, a small town in France, undisclosed town. So she and her family had a spot that they liked to hike a lot. Um, It's about two miles from their house. She would go there by herself as soon as she got home that was like the thing she wanted to do that was like her happy place that was like her fun place it was like very remote it was a like a two-hour hike to a a man-made lake that her and her family had kind of always done so on this day she gets home from school you know probably like a couple days and you know she's like that's the first thing she wants to do so she heads out there like i said it's about two miles from her house she drives on the side of the road you park kind of an undisclosed place um, there's a little path, like an animal trail. It, it's not like a, it's beaten down just from like animals walking through. Um, you go about, uh, let's see, like an hour in, and then you veer off into this creek. And the rest of the, the trek to this lake is along this creek bed. So Bella is on her way, walking down her creek, walking down to the creek when... um. Just a normal day. Everything's, you know, great. She loves this place. Uh, she sees something strange on the ground. It's a beaver. And it is it is dead and it is missing its head. And she notices that this beaver was possibly freshly dead without its head. The, the cut was clean. There was no blood. There was no smell. She moved it with her foot for some reason. And found that rigor mortis had not set in yet. Very, very strange. Not something that she really probably encountered. She just thought, oh, you know, well, this is the woods. There are animals here. This kind of happens. But the way she found it was strange. And as she was walking... A rigor mortis 
<clears throat> excuse me, rigor mortis sets in in animals between um, two to six hours after death. So it was pretty freshly killed. Yeah. So that was that was kind of the strange part about it. It wasn't just a dead animal on the trail, like you know she probably have was used to seeing. Um, and as she's walking, she hears these bells, like a bell ringing. And the strange part about it was she had heard it earlier on and it was headed in the direction of where she found that beaver. And the bells were like sporadic, like not like, like a, like a church bell or like, it was like. Like a, it's like a cowbell. So like it's like a, a, a cowbell like on a cow's neck. Yeah, like a, like a strange, like she describes it as like maybe like a bell in a box, like just very strange. Like, oh, that's a weird description, but yeah. So then she's hearing this bell and she's thinking, you know, like no one is ever out here. Like she, as far as she knows, just her and her family are the ones that go out to this place and she's never seen anyone out there before. And so she finds that strange. And so she's heading in that direction and she's thinking, oh, well, you know, Maybe someone's out here with like their dog and it has like a bell, you know, so they don't lose it. You know, who knows? Just she's just thinking very calmly, very, very on task. She gets up there and she keeps continuously like hearing this bell, but there is nothing there except this dead beaver. She continues on, goes she's to also the lake. Not, she's also not scared because she's been going her whole life to this lake and she's literally never ever seen anybody other other than a family member in this area. Her entire life. Right. So imagine that. Imagine if you had your own like place that you went to and you never ever saw someone you didn't know your entire life. It would feel like it's private kinda. Exactly. Exactly. So she's just, you know, enjoying herself. You know, this is this is the spot she goes to clear her mind to just enjoy herself. You know, she'd just gotten, you know, done with the school year. She's just like, This is the place that makes me happy. So, you know, the bell she doesn't hear it any longer, you know. There's nothing up there. So she she goes home. And about a week later, she's at home. She's just, you know, relaxing, doing whatever she does in France. And gets bored and decides, <laughs> you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head down to the hiking path. And like I said, it's about two miles from her house. So she gets in her car, goes down there. And um, it's late, though. So it's about 6 o'clock at night, which is, you know, kind of a strange time to start a hike. Um, she realizes at that point, you know, like, well, the sunset's going to be around nine o'clock. So, you know, it takes about two hours to get down and two hours to get back. So she's like, she's kind of like kind of set in her mind already. Like, I know that on my way back, I'm probably going to be doing some of this in the dark. You know, like, she has her phone on her. She's like, I've got a light, so I'm going to be fine. You know, this is what I do. And um, but this time's a little different. And so she she begins walking and um you know, she gets to the creek, she veers off, she's going down the Greek creek bed, and um, she sees the, the beaver, it's laying there. Well, she, before that, she notices, like, the cloud, there's clouds rolling in. Yeah, she notices, like, um, probably around that point that, like, that's the point she realizes that when she gets to the beaver is that, you know, like, the clouds start rolling in, like, you know, like, she's thinking, oh, you know, this is going to start raining soon, you know, like, I better, I, th- I think I can make it, you know, like, you, you've got, you, you know, she's already, like, you know, driven there, walked about an hour. So she's thinking, okay, if I make it there in an hour and it starts raining, you know, it's not a big deal. I'm in the woods, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, completely drenched. This is like what I want to do. So she's like kind of like drawn to that for some reason. And that I think we'll probably talk about that later. And so as she's, um, as she begins to walk, like the storm gets worse. 
And so she walks about, you know, like probably about, it's about eight o'clock at this point, And she's just like, you know, I, I need to turn around. I need to turn around. This is the time I need to turn around. And it was like pouring at that. It was like pouring at that time. So it's like, you know, she's like, 20 minutes away it's from a full, yeah. the man-made leg. Oh yeah. She's 20, really she's 20 minutes away. So she's like, ah, should I risk it? You know, she's, you know, adventurous. So she's like, ah, I better turn around. So she turns around and she's like, you know, I know it's going to be dark and it's raining. She's like, I don't want to get lost. You know, like my family knows where I'm at. So I'm, you know, like I'm not in trouble. Like she has no, like, this is such a, like a nice place for her that she doesn't feel, she doesn't feel afraid. And as she's walking back, that's when things get really weird. She all of a sudden notices that the beaver is no longer on the ground and she runs into it. She runs into something dangling from the tree, and it's the beaver. But this time it has been strung up, and the head is now back, and it's sewn to the paws on the animal itself. And she's brushing her hair, and she's thinking, oh, you know, I probably have, like, stuff on me, you know, like, it's raining, you know, like, I just ran into a dead beaver this thing's been here for a week it's like it's probably disgusting so she's just freaking out at this point and that's when she's just like okay i've got to remain calm i'm not gonna freak out well it's only been 20 minutes right. since she saw the beaver on the floor exactly and that's and that's when that's what Ground. she's that's like what's going through her mind probably at this point is just like okay it's only been like 20 30 minutes since i walked past this thing and in that time someone has strung it up and sewn its head to its paws to its paws yeah. Which is very disturbing and really bizarre, and so you know she's like, "I'm not gonna freak out. I'm not gonna freak out. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start walking." So she tries to like, you know, keep her composure. You know, it's pouring rain. She's in the woods. It's getting dark by now. You know, like, so she starts, you know, just like walking, you know, as much as she can do, and then um, all of a sudden, she starts hearing noises in the forest. Like trees crashing, or like branches, probably not whole trees. And she hears cracks behind her, and she's just like, okay, she's getting nervous, she's getting nervous. And then she starts to hear the bell again. You know, this bell is just like this constant ding, 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 ding. You know, thinking like, whatever is chasing me, this bell is attached to it, and I need to go. So she starts jogging, she starts running. Um, not running yet. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, she starts like jogging and trying to get out of there. You know, she's like tripping over branches. She's like, you know, like starting to like get a little bit nervous. And then um, all of a sudden, she just gets this like sense of fear because she notices those noises are getting closer and the bell is getting more consistent. So at this point, she just takes off running. And you've got to imagine, like, she's running through this, like, creek bed. And, like, like it's she's, like, going along. There's no path at this point. She's just, like, running in this, like, you know, like, in and out of this creek. She's probably slipping. She's falling. She she decides at this point that, like, she's needs to call her family. So she gets on the phone. She starts to call her mom and dad. She Her dad picks up, and she's just, like, hysterical at this point and she's just like you have to meet me at the at the at the like where the path crosses over or whatever like that she's like you know like where we usually go and she's like you need to meet me there you need to meet me there like someone is in the woods something is in the woods and it's chasing me and i need you to come like right now and so at this point like it's completely dark she's running as fast as she can 
on the phone, panicking, thinking, you know, like whatever's behind me is like keeping pace with me. I don't know what it is. I don't know who it is. Um, she's crying. She's freaking out. She's like talking to her father. Her dad's just like, we're on our way. Stay on the phone. Stay on the phone. Stay on the phone. And the whole time she can just hear these bells. And um, yeah, it's just really intense. And so she eventually just kind of like breaks into this clearing in the woods. And at this point, like, you know, like her lungs are probably burning. If you've ever ran for a really long time, you know what that's like. And she just stops and she's just like, uh, she's, it was like an involuntary stop. Like, I can't keep running anymore. And, you know, like she's like had been on the phone being like, you know, like I know the police, you know, like the police are coming, like I'm on the phone, you know, like, but she's obviously talking to her parents and this thing is just like completely unaffected by it. So, you know, you don't know if it's a person, you don't know what it is. She gets to this clearing and it's about a 50 foot clearing where the trees are opened up and the moon is just kind of like shining down on her and on this clearing and she stops and she's just like you know i need to stop i need to look back i need to see what this is because it's not stopping i need to like know what's chasing me and i don't know what would have possessed her to do that but she stops and she turns around and in the moonlight walks out a very like tall figure there's not a lot of detail to it the only detail is it has a bell tied around its waist it's dark and it's just dark very tall very dark and you know i don't know if she was like hoping to like take a stand and probably when she sees that she's just like nope time to go <laughs> turns around and just gets like a complete burst <clears throat> of adrenaline and the whole time she is just like you know just so scared and, you know, and then she sees it and she's more scared. So the adrenaline kicks in and she just like books it as far as she can. By this time, her parents have like gotten to to um, where her car is and they're kind of waiting for her and they can hear the bell as well. And they were just like, we hear the bells. We hear the bells because, you know, like she's hysterical on the phone saying, I hear these bells. I, you know, and they hear it, too. So it's not just her. It's like a shared experience. And so at this point, she's just like, Dad, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And like he he's like, we're coming. We're here. We're here. And he just books it into the into the forest as well. And so um, they're both running and then eventually they meet up and he she just like dives into his arms. And she's just like so thankful that like someone is there. And they both just like run out of the forest, get into the car and just take off out of there. And they get in the car. They're just absolutely hysterical. Everybody's crying at this point. And they just keep saying, like, we hear the bells. We heard them. We heard the bells. And, that, like, that's, like, literally all we, all they can say is, like, we heard the bell. We heard the bell. We heard the bell. And um, they go directly to the police station, file a police report. And then shortly after that, you know, like, they are like, we should probably take you to the hospital. Like, and they take her to the hospital she's not harmed besides like some bumps and bruises and like you know maybe a scrape or two from like i'm sure she's probably fallen a million times trying to scramble out of the woods and um so later on the police would go and they would investigate the scene and um they did not find the beaver they did not find anyone out there and the only thing that they would report that they found was a t-shirt neatly folded up underneath a rock. Nobody knows what that meant. They didn't know if that was related. And that's where our story ends. 
Very good. Yeah. Creepy AF. So, what do you guys think? <laughs> well, as a dad, that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. You know, like I think about, I mean, my daughter's so young, but you have a daughter who's... My daughter's that age. She could totally be that girl in that story, you know? She's one year off from graduating, not even a year off from graduating high school. I mean, that could be her. That could be her. I don't want to get that call. I don't want to get that call. For me, I thought a crazy thing was when she turned around because she couldn't run any longer. And she's like, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to turn around. This is probably it for me. You know, yeah. this might be it for me. This, I want to at least but I, know. Yeah, but I have to know. I want to see it. And the the forest was so dense where, where she was at. And she knew it so well. And she's like, there's no... There's hardly any light coming through anything. It's such a dense forest with so many trees, not a lot of clearings. But right where she stopped and turned around, there's a 50 foot clearing. Yeah, and that's and it's this massive open area out of nowhere that she turns around at, and she's across from this thing, and she can't see it at that point. But it's like directly where the moonlight is shining, right in this 50 foot area. Like where did this clearing? Like how did that happen? Like, <laughs> no one mentioned that clearing before. Like the clear, yeah, exactly. The clearing's just there. And that's where the moonlight is. So there's like this lit up area, and that's that's when she sees this thing. And it's like the timing of that and the area that she was at is just like what? Like how does that work? Yeah, exactly. how does that work out? Exactly. Like how did it end up being that perfect? Where the moonlight's, she can see everything at that point. You and know? well, and, the, and whatever it was was like showing itself. Correct. Too, yeah. Right? Like yes. It yeah. was. Oh, I got chills. I mean, that. like that. Like I mean, think about like, it was like. Yeah. I mean, because if it didn't like want itself movie. to be known, like it wouldn't have walked out into the clearing, right? So no, was, exactly. That, it that's was letting itself be like seen. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like it knew. It chased her to a certain point where it could let itself be known. Right. And that's what's weird to me. It's like okay, she's. Like she's she's done because I mean who knows what it actually is we'll get more into that but but like I don't know that part is the one part that just keeps sticking out to me yeah that, that clearing is like I've watched the video so many times I've yeah. heard the story so many times I'm like it's just that clearing it's so strange to me yeah it's, and the and the beaver part is well the, be, like, yeah, what, the beaver part's it's messed horrifying. up like, that's yeah. messed up well and it it almost makes me wonder if whatever wherever she was that was like it was a warning like i okay so like for me i don't know if it was like i feel like it was warning her do you know what i mean the beaver Be- not the I be- not the beaver I, no the beaver was yeah, a warning like a warning like something's gonna like i almost get the impression like like whatever was in the woods like obviously she felt danger because you know something is like chasing her but like like you mentioned with the part with the clearing, it it stops at the clearing, and it doesn't chase her after that. Right. But it, but if it was trying to warn her though, like you don't just find a beaver and kill it to like. I don't think warn. It was a, I don't think it was a. I don't know. I don't but personally if, think it's a warning. I, it could. I, I mean, it could have been. Maybe, but, maybe. but if it was, if it was a warning, I think whatever it was was. Well, I guess it was there before then, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it was there that like first day. Like it was day. trying to like. Yeah. So like, just maybe, don't come back. Yeah. Like, like, it, I guess it, it could be a warning. It could have been waiting for her or something but like that. But she came back. Well, and the fact that <laughs> it had, like, a, and then, like... Well, like, the bell, too. You know what I mean? Like, if something's, like, creeping... I mean, like, a lot of, like, 
creepy wooded stories. I mean, that's kind of like what inspired this is we were just like, there's so many creepy wooded stories. And like, I've never heard one like this. <laughs> this one is so like. Well, yeah, because like if you're wearing a bell, you want to be you like. You want to be known. Known. Like, right? you want to be. Like, yeah, you you're want not, yourself. You're not hiding. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be known. Right. So that's the weird thing about this is like most of the wood, scary wood stories you hear, like there's not a, I mean, it's like they're attacked hiding in like yeah. the woods. This is like somebody or something really wants to be known. Great. Exactly. Like that's what like made me, that's just, that was just my own personal thought. Like maybe this thing was like, you know, like firing off a warning shot. Like he put that thing or it put that thing like on the path to be like, this isn't good. Wherever you're at, don't keep going. That beaver meant something. Well, it's weird because, you know, was it shooting warning shots from the get-go? Because, I mean, some would say it was. It's like, yeah. hey, this beaver has his head clean, cut off, like with a scalpel, basically. Um, there's no blood anywhere. This thing is is, is freshly killed. Right. Um, that should be a warning shot. One, I'm, I'm ringing a... a a, a creepy bell in the distance and you're like i'm gonna go check it out that's a that's a warning shot too i think maybe yeah if i'm if i'm on a path that i've never seen anyone else on and there's a bell ringing i'm not gonna lie the first thought isn't i'm gonna go see what that is my first thought is what the h is going on yeah i i don't know i I think hearing the story, because we know it's a creepy story, right? Like, going yeah. into it, instantly you're like, yeah, what is she thinking? Right. But being someplace that she's so comfortable with and she's never seen anybody else at, she's never seen any sign of danger right. ever her entire life at this place. So she's like, she's like, oh, well, why, why not go toward it and see if, like, there's something happening? Like, maybe there's somebody over that needs help or, you know, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, let me just walk toward it. And then it stopped. And she's like, whatever, I'll keep walking to the lake. So I don't know. I guess it's it's all perspective on that and like sure. the way the way you see it and like situationally. But I feel like I might have done the same thing if I was. I mean, no, hell no, I would never have done that. But right. but but she wasn't scared in the she first wasn't place. Scared like she was. That's her yeah, place. She was not coming of solitude. From right. She was you know? not coming to it from a place of right of of assuming something's creepy. And you and you don't. As human beings, we don't think we don't jump to something being creepy. Um, unless we're paranoid, right. you know, especially if we've had nothing but good experiences. So, okay, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Let's say she's a very smart girl, and you know she's assuming all the all the normal things that you would. It definitely becomes a warning shot, and I think that she receives it as such when she is looking down, walking, so she doesn't trip, and then runs into the beaver that's strung up with its head tied or sewn to his front paws like that's obviously a warning shot and another thing that's weird about that is like who can sew a head to pause and hang it up in 20 minutes it would take me at least an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> i've never sewn any kind of flesh. side project let's try to sew a beaver onto its hands and all right see that's creepy it's for halloween we're doing it uh, yes. just gotta find some beavers <laughs> That's gonna be the hardest part. Uh, you're right. You are right. <laughs> so beavers That's are hard to find around here. Anyway, um, yeah. So there's a lot of weird little like. Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're trying so hard. Uh, we got so far. Uh, so I mean, 
and I always we always bring it back when like the cattle mutilations and all that kind of stuff like there was no blood there was all that kind of thing I always think of that that's what I that was like my first thought <laughs> it's always my, yeah skinwalker <laughs> I know it's like I say it every time they're like like and the the cut was so clean it couldn't have been by a random animal just and I'm like skinwalker skinwalker instantly well, skinwalker well here's the thing like we are <laughs> on this podcast and in our lives we are trying to figure out what this is and right. there is you know you take a skinwalker you take bigfoot you take um alien abductions you take um all these things like there's so many similarities like there we're trying to figure out like what this is because exactly. it can't all be if there's so many similarities it can't not be connected in and, some way and the weirdest part i thought was that there was no real description of what she saw besides it had something tied around its belt like a bell tied around its like waist and that it moved like animal like so it's fast. Well, we, but, we've seen tall and dark figures, and tall and dark, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always tall. I don't know why they're always tall. Like maybe just like to induce fear. But like I said, I don't know. I just I kind of got the impression that like it was chasing her out of there for a reason. Like it was warding her off of, of that area, which is weird yeah. because it's so like a comfortable place for her. But she'd been gone for a long time, you know. Yeah. She'd been gone at school. It was like a different thing. And she was there at a time that wasn't, like, a safe time to be. Like, you do not yeah. want to be alone in the woods, in the oh, dark, it's when it's storming. Yeah. And, like, that's just, like, not a place you want want to be. You know? And so, like, maybe this thing is, like, trying to tell her that. Or, like, I, the yeah. thing is, is weird. the weird part is, like, why was she drawn there? Like, I mean, like, maybe she was just bored. Like, I guess I don't really know. Like, like they don't say what town it was. It was just kind of, like, a small rural like mountainous town where she was but it doesn't really like why would she just be like hey it's gonna get dark soon i better like take this like four hour trek that's yeah. a really weird <clears throat> weird thing it goes against all logic that's like it does that's like why you know it it sounds like every like not every but it sounds like tons of scary movie plots like yeah someone is gonna do something that's obviously potentially dangerous and it makes no sense. Like it's right. gonna possibly storm. It's gonna be dark in th- or it's gonna be dark in three hours. It was six o'clock. It's gonna be sun sun uh, sunset was at nine o'clock. Right. She knew she was coming she back was in knew, the dark. She knew she was coming back in the dark. At least one hour she was gonna be in the dark, and that's if she's at regular pace. Right. Exactly. Not not slowed down by rain, which she was. Right. Exactly. And like yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just so strange and like um. I don't know, like, I've been getting, we've all kind of been getting into, the, like, the missing 411 cases where people just kind of, like, disappear, like, in the middle of, like, areas like that. Or, like, you know. Explain what those are. Oh, well, it's David Politis, the uh, ex-police officer who started getting into these mis- these bizarre missing persons cases. Like, there's a ton of missing, per- missing person, well, here we go, missing <laughs> person cases. And he just noticed that there were some like the unsolved ones there were some like very strange happenings where like people would just like be with someone and they disappear or like someone had just seen them and they disappeared and then sometimes if they were found they were found like very far away by bodies of water which made me like really think about this one because like where was she on her way to 
lake, man-made yeah. lake, a man-made lake a too. Body of water. I wonder if it was by a boulder field because also. Yeah, I mean, it did say it was mountainous. So I mean, and what's hard is like this is like a story off of Reddit, and we heard it from like a Mr. Ballin story, which is an awesome YouTube channel. But like, I tried looking up things about it. I tried finding the Reddit story. I tried finding so much information, and there's just nothing. I couldn't even find anything. On Actually, this. I found a, f- a few different YouTube videos that like were correlations with the same type of story. Yeah. And then it all said below in the comments, taken from Mr. Ballin. And, and this is like, <laughs> I'm like, well, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. So he's got the inside edge on this. Stu- but he says in the video, it's a true story. Yeah. And that's and, what I think. And someone in the comments said, I can verify this. I read it. I, I read this on Reddit before he posted it. So, I mean, it, it did come from a legit source. Right. And so that's that's the hard part about it. And, like, I don't know, like, like I said, the missing 411 cases, when people are missing, they do end up in, they, they do find their bodies a lot of times in bodies of water. So it almost makes me think that whatever was out, like, I just keep saying that, but, like, I think that whatever was out there was trying to keep her from going there at that point. Yeah. I agree with you, Rev. Like a protection thing? Yeah, it was like protecting her. Yeah, because... And I think it might have been chasing her out out of the woods. Yes. Because... Oh, I got chills. I mean, the way that... I mean, if you, like, hear the story, and, you know, it probably could have caught her, like, right? Oh, yeah. And in the clearing, and it's stopping, and, like, it it wasn't trying to hurt her, I don't think. Yeah, it was but, pacing her, if you yeah. think about it. You know what I mean? Like, if she's in a 50-foot clearing... like And I mean, it had a bell, like, to let her <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. like, where, like, exactly where it was. Like, here I am. It, it feels like it was, like, chase, like protecting her and chasing her out. Yeah. Sounds a lot like the Bigfoot story that we talked about in our yeah. Bigfoot episode. Absolutely. And that guy, the ranger, yeah. was, t- on his day off, was going deep into the... With the rocks and the... the yeah. yeah. And the, and the Bigfoot... You know, chased him out of there, and it, it definitely seemed like it was trying to keep him from something. Um, I don't know, protect him from something, yeah. or keep him keep keep her or and in that situation him yeah, away from uh, something, some potential danger, yeah, some pro- or something, yeah. right? Like maybe, maybe it, maybe the thing that was chasing her wasn't the thing that put the beaver out there. Ooh, you know what I mean. Like maybe somebody was out there, like waiting. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, like, like a serial like killer. Yeah, or like, like a, a killer, killer or twisted something. person. Yeah, like you know, because like, you know, like it must. So maybe have... it's an angel. I like that. Yeah, maybe it. <laughs> it the bell be. angel. The bell angel. No, I'm saying it could have been scare her out of there. Yeah, I mean, like it did. It did, definitely did, did its job. But like you know, like the fact that they go back and find nothing, and they said you know like oh it could have been like the police were like oh it could have been like you know like. Like a mentally unstable person that was out there, you know, blah blah blah. But like, and all they found was like a T-shirt folded up. Oh, and she had dropped her purse. That was another thing I forgot to mention. She had dropped her purse, and her purse was never found. Yeah. So no, no, like, and she knew, and she knew exactly where she dropped. Yeah, and no evidence specifically. Exactly. So I think that thing. T-shirt was probably a gift. She should have taken it. It was a Hollister (laughs) T-shirt. It was always Hollister. (laughs) Yeah, she should have taken that. You should have taken that for it was nice. sure. It's a classic logo. French love, love Halster. They, yeah, they love Halster in France. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, I like the <laughs> weird idea of the know. serial killer. Good to know. Aaron says, you know, because like maybe that shirt was like a clue to like whoever was out there. You know, yeah. Like 
a calling card, you know, because if it was like some sort of like serial killer or some whatever was out there that was like she was maybe I, that was someone who was maybe murdering was, that shirt. That's what I'm saying. Someone was out there. I bet you. Or maybe it was her shirt. No, they would have known. We would have known that. <laughs> she was like, I did have time to perfectly fold the t-shirt and put it <laughs> under this rock, but that's it. Nothing else. That's it. In the clearing. No. In the clearing. No, but yeah, I definitely. That's my. That's my personal take on it. But like. um so I started trying to do some like research on like bells and like the weirdness of bells and like you know like paranormal things around bells, and I did find some weird stuff. I did. Please share. I will. Um, so in the eighteen and nineteen hundreds, when they would bury people, I guess they weren't a hundred percent. This may have been before like autopsies or people weren't like checking to see if people were dead and like people would be buried alive and so they would tie. Uh, a string to them and the string would go up and there was like like a bell they call them a safety coffin and they were like designed that like if if someone was like woke up you know they could ring that bell and someone would come and find them which i thought was like pretty creepy that was like at first what i was thinking they're about. just in full rem yeah they're just like <laughs> well crap I'm I, think alive. It, I think it was mainly like when people were in like comas mm-hmm. and stuff right yeah. like so yeah, they they sense. didn't know like if they were alive or dead because they were just in a like comatose yeah. state. So. Just chilling in there, which is horrifying. We're going to keep checking on them. We're just going to put this bell on them. Let's yeah. just bury them and put a bell on them, guys. <laughs> You're like, bell, bell, definitely no bell. Um, so that was a thing. And then um, church bells. Like I, I read on this one article online about how like the reason for church bells was because it was supposed to like dispel like the the like the devil <laughs> like apparently like this the like the sound of like chiming bells was supposed to ward off evil spirits and stuff like that what really yeah yeah so like where's that in the bible i don't know it's not you've read it and i've read it i've, I've, never, I've read never seen it. that no yeah. it's probably just some like well and then <laughs> this article i don't I, I don't even know. I can't even reference it. But like it was, it was also like about like the like fairies hate church bells. That was part of it. I don't mm. know. After that part, I was just kind of like, well, this is all right. I buy it. Matson seems like it. It was saying that like fairies like apparently like make bell noises and like church bells disrupt their rhythm mm. or something. I don't know. Mm. That was a weird. That was a one off. Yeah, Stinker Bell. I don't know. She's just like ding ding. The church bells like ding. It's like you're messing my vibe. <laughs> you know what's weird? I don't know if this is synchronicity or not. Today I was driving my daughter to the grocery store at six o'clock, and the church bell was like going off. And my daughter was like, "She's like, why are they ringing a bell right now?" And I was like, "Well, I think they do it like every hour, but it was like right at six o'clock." And I was like, "Oh, that's what the that's, that's a part weird. of the you're story." You're like, "You have three hours to get home, Devin." Like, you three hours. <laughs> we have we have three hours to get home before something happens. Fortunately, you're in the middle of the city. Yeah. So that was that was pretty much all I could find on bells. But like I had said, like we had kind of like started this whole journey about creepy forest stories and we just kind of landed on this story because it was just so impactful. It was creepy. That was It was creepy. We we have been kind of thrown around different stories and um videos and things of that sort and podcasts about these types of stories, and this was the one. I was at the gym, like on the treadmill, listening to this story, and like I got chills down my spine like three different times. Especially, especially when she 
was running or like walking through the the forest trying to get back on the trail and her head's down she's stepping like to make sure that her footing's fine because she's stepping in like mud and all these things so her head's down and that part creeped me out so much her head's down obviously she's watching her feet where she's where she's walking in these puddles to go back and then that's when she hits that's when she hits the beaver with her head down and then she obviously like looks up to see what it is and it it's the head of the beaver sewn to the hands to the paws of the beaver hanging from a limb like what yeah. you talk about how creepy that that's is for a so second that's so freaking yeah. messed up that is messed up dude what is that i don't know that's horrifying that yeah. one obviously that like, whatever it was me, put it there cuz they knew that was like her path back and yeah like, and like directly in like her path messed up directly no, in like her path super messed up she that's... walks a very specific path every time right. and it's directly in her path like what? Like, I see you, but I, not from my functioning brain. Yeah, that's what it, that's what he sounds like. I think. <laughs> yeah, I see you. Yeah, I don't know. That's the decapitated beaver voice. <laughs> oh, that's the beaver. The beaver. Oh, I don't about? know. Oh, that's what I, I was talking about. It's, it's <laughs> it just started spinning around, and she's like, "No, yeah. hi, I'm Carl. Carl the dead Carl beaver. the dead beaver." <laughs> Surprisingly normal name. <laughs> it's funny, right? I'm super scary, though. <laughs> All right, dude. But that's that is like some sinister, gross. Yeah. Like that. That has to be. I don't know. Like, is that a sign to her? Like, hey, this really messed up out here. You need to get. Yeah, going. like I do. That, I think that's how so. you interpret it. And like, how does disturb- like who keeps a beaver? Head it's either that week? or like I'm gonna make you the same as this beaver. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like. So someone like left that beaver out there, kept the head for a week, for a week, and then like in twenty minutes like sewed it back on. Unless it was a different beaver. I don't think it's a sign. I don't no? think it, I I don't think it's a sign of like like let me help you get out of here. Well, I don't think it was that. I think that like oh so okay. So like maybe this I'll clear it up. So I feel like there was two parties at play. Like whatever Whatever was chasing her out of there was keeping her away, and that there was something else there. You think there's two things? I do think there were really? two things. Yeah, I do. Oh. I don't think that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. And, Sorry. like, this is just all speculation, you know, at this point, so I don't know if anyone cares that my speculation. But, like, um, I do. I think that, like, whatever it is that it was keeping her from, I think that's what was doing this stuff with the beaver. I think someone was, like, out there with her. I think she was in. She was like in big danger, and like that thing like directed her path. You know, directed her out. What her makes out. you think that? she doesn't feel like that? Like she, she feel like feels that like that's trying. Never... It, that she feels like if her right. dad didn't come, that thing would have killed her. Exactly, and and that's I don't know, and like that's just like my own thought, just because like because it stopped at the clearing because it didn't chase her anymore because once her dad was there and she was safe, he didn't. It didn't. Well, do we know it didn't chase her anymore? Because like yeah, she still say. heard the bell. Yeah, it kept like, ringing one, it. Like she, it, she still heard the bell when her dad was running towards her and when she was sprinting out of there. So right. like, yeah, I we guess don't it, know. It doesn't really clear it up. It yeah. So up. I mean, maybe it was trying to kill her. I just that was just my own thought. It's an interesting thought. Interesting. I'll yeah, I'll definitely entertain it. Yeah. I I agree with you, Rap. I think really. I think it was trying to like keep her out of. There. I do think now that I think more about it, I do think maybe there were there was more than one entity in the in the woods right. besides her right I mean, that very well could be you know 
Because totally I do her. think that it was chasing her out. Whatever it was that with the bell, yeah. the dark figure at the bell, I think was chasing her out of the woods. Whether or not it had anything to do with the beaver, yeah, or that not, I don't. Know. I have no idea. There's no. There would be no way to know. But like, but it, so I guess I guess my thing, and yeah, I mean, like I could I could definitely see that point too. I definitely see that point of yeah. view, hundred percent. I definitely can see that. But my thing is that the bell the bell was there during all of it. Like the bell yeah. was around yeah. all of these things, making happening. its presence known. Like whenever yeah, she saw that's anything, true. that's that's when the bell was there. Which so for me personally, it makes me think that whatever that was that had the bell was in, involved in the entire thing. Yeah, no. like with the you know because it's it's always there. Yeah, it's always there. Like no matter what. So Wait, let like, me let me throw a spin on it though. Sure. Yeah. What if the bell was there? Not only warning her, but warning whatever the other entity was in the woods that it was there too. Sure, that could oh. be too. Raph, huh? but oh, I mean, I got but, chills when you said that too. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah. I'm just throwing out. Yes, I'm no, just throwing sure. out random theories. That's that's we, that's, that's my theory. I think it's it's one entity, um, and I think I don't know. I think I think it really goes back for me. I know it's said every podcast since that podcast. But I really think it has to. It's really in line with the whole Skinwalker thing. Yeah, yeah. like I really do, and I think you know, and not even, not even. I guess I don't think necessarily Skinwalker. I guess Skinwalker was the first time we ever really heard about like the clean cuts. Yeah, and and heard about like, um, you know, like no blood spirits and and yeah. different things of of like the Native Americans, at like. Cat like like messing with people and being fear and making True. making people feel fear. Yeah, I mean, to she leave definitely and felt just that. messing with people. Yeah. And I feel like that that remi- and that's what reminded me of like Skinwalker so yeah. much was like you know like the the whole the whole beaver thing like yeah. little yeah, things like sure. that just messing with people. Yeah, not to necessarily hurt them, but to be like this is our territory. Leave. Yeah, this is mine. Yeah. This I mean, is mine. Like, get out of here. That's and a good episode. You guys should check out. By the way, that one, that one's a really powerful one. That one was that really got me. Rise of the Skinwalkers. Yeah, I was yeah. Skin, yeah. Skinwalkers are like the one thing that creeped me out the most, and I don't know why. And I mean, even like if you watch, if any of you uh, listening to this watch the Mister Ballin video, we should we should post that um, in the comments. But if you watch it and like you see like the 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 imagery that he posts along with it during the video, and he's explaining the story. Like it just like I'm like oh, it's just so much like the Skinwalker. Just YouTube, Mister Ballin, M R no space B A L L E N, Bell, and you'll find it. Yeah, it's it's but pretty, it's, it's same one. same vibe to me though. Same vibe to me, and I just I I don't know. That's that's where I landed on it. I think it's it's something that's creating chaos and creating fear and telling you to leave because this is mine and and just messing with somebody. You know, messing with this person. Interesting, Bella. All right, Matt. You, Let's hear your theory. Huh. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not really sure, man. I, I think there's there is like the the overlap of the skinwalkers. First I do want to bring up that Timo thought, well, maybe her parents knew about the the bell ringing and just didn't tell her about it. And that's why they're so freaked out. But if, if you heard, if you watch the story, Timo, it doesn't really sound like that. It sounds like her parents were like, "What?" Like, like they had never heard about hmm. bell ringing. So, like, Maybe. just to answer your, I question. I don't know. That's a that's kind of a good point though, because they they do it. They do talk about that a little bit, and they're like, "Only her it, family." It was knew. it was the bell. 
Well, they heard it. I think like, is why they were freaked out too. Because they, because she's, you know, like if she's like, you know, like having a moment in the woods, you know, and screaming and running and yelling, and they're like, oh, the bell, a bell, a bell. But they could physically hear it too. Well, right. But I, but I mean, if in the video, the way that the way that Mr. Bowen describes it, the way that he looks and emphasizes, he's like, and her and her dad said the, it was the bell. The bell, oh, and it and and that made me. I had the same exact thought as you, Timo, because like yeah. during the video, I thought that every time that I watched the video, which I watched it several times, where I'm like, I'm like, what do they know about the bell? No, oh, maybe they. What do they know about the bell? Hey, did, did they know about I mean, the bell before this? It did say that like it was like only synonymous to her family, like like that whole area, like yeah, only like her and her like close family like really went to that area and like knew about it. So yeah. they may have experienced it, but like maybe. what's it, what's well. And maybe not to debunk that, but like it did say at the end, they never went back after that. You know, like that place stopped being like her like go-to place. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I think she should have gone back. Yeah. I mean, give it give it another shot. The T-shirt, dude. Maybe it was like Crazy Uncle Bells. You know, bells. Yeah. Saved by the bell. You guys know how to say Skinwalker in French, by the way? No. Marshal de Pau. Marshal de Pou. I think that was Belle's voice. That's that was Belle. That was Belle. That was Bella, weird. guys. Bella. It, okay, is that another? Th- <laughs> that was. Is uh, that it? Can anyone that please so talk about that me. real quick? Just real her quick. Name like Bella. Her name is Bella, and she. That was kind of. I was like, but that's a pretty uh, common name. Is that common in France? Do we it's, know? It's a common name in general. Like, it's a know? common European yeah, name. Yeah, definitely yeah. a common European I mean, name. It's a nice name. I like the name. It means beautiful. But it, it's, it's, beautiful did, it's a very beautiful name. Doesn't mean yeah, it, the, then, it, yeah, the Yeah. I don't know. The pun in that name, though. I was Bella like, and I was the like, Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, like I said, the whole like wooded, creepy, tall, dark figure thing, you know. I don't know. Like I said, I just keep, I always go back. There's lots of similar. So you asked me what, what I think. Yeah, let me know what you think. What? Matt, would you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, so there's Matt. <clears throat> let me just talk about like similarities between like this and like other stories that have happened in the woods. Right? This is where my brain has to go because there's a lot of similarities. One, um, the Bigfoot story, like we mentioned before, um, seems like it's trying to possibly protect yeah. or keep her away from something. That's similarity too. Um, you know, we we heard the alien abduction story from 1975, where Travis Walton um, woke up on the highway five days and six days later after his abduction, and um, in the forest with his logging buddies. Like that isn't really that similar, except for us in the forest. But kind of a weird thing about the forest. Um, the Skinwalkers. We mentioned that. That's similar um the wolf of bray road kind of some similar stuff with like killing there yeah um, the, yeah animals mm-hmm. yeah the animals like being neatly killed and like not they're not being blood like yeah. that's also similar right yeah and that also has some native american similarities as well um the slender man slash hat man directing those girls in wisconsin right to bring to bring their friend into the forest to kill her. Like, one, happens in the forest. Two, um, the hat man thing. 
which is also you should know from our previous episodes. If if you don't know, check out episode one. We always talk about the hat man. We always talk about the hat man. Uh, we have yet to do a full episode on the hat man because it's very scary. We should do one. It's, it's really real to us. It's <laughs> so, really real. Yeah. I'm ready. So might be a good Halloween app. And um, the it was a tall, dark figure. We don't have a lot of detail on it. Yeah. But it walked weird. We have information about the hat man walking weird and moving weird. Mostly gliding, I guess. So maybe not the same. But a tall, dark figure. She can't make out the characteristics of. That's strange. That's a similarity. Um, the Dilatov Pass, or Dilatov Pass, um, from that episode, some really strange, unexplainable things. Uh, not that many similarities there, but happened in nature. Um and just we've heard personal stories from friends who have been in psychological funks where they have felt drawn to the woods. And I think that's strange. You know? Oh, I do. I mean, like, why do people sometimes feel feel called into the woods? You know, why do why why did she feel called to go into the woods and in the mood at at a, at a time where like a rational person and probably her in her right mind, I would argue, would not think this is a good idea at this mm-hmm. at this time and with a storm coming right no so she was a, drawn there for some reason there's a lot of similarities with a lot of stuff a lot of stories that we've talked about with with the woods so i don't know I, I i don't know and i feel okay with not knowing right now because i feel like this is all one big project to try to figure out these big similarities i think it i think it it possibly could be a good force like like we are we're arguing at times in this podcast and with the Bigfoot podcast that is trying to keep her away from something or it's trying to keep her away from something because um, they don't, it could either either be protecting her or it could be um, trying to just keep her away from something maybe she should see or um, we don't know. I guess that's the thing is we don't know. We just don't know. That's the hard part. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just gathering data, and this is very similar to a lot of stories in a lot of ways. So yeah, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't go back if I were her. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like she didn't. I mean, I I guess all in all, like the the idea of a, a bell just ringing back and forth in a so in creepy a, in a place where you find the most rest and peace, and that's where you go to unwind and not think and just walk and watch and be in nature. You know. Yeah. And you just hear that, and then you see the things that she saw, and all of that is just like it could. I mean, those are big things, but it's only, it was a couple of things. You know, it's the bell, it's the beaver, but like that changes everything. Like that changes, and I think that's why that's why the woods and the forest are it, the idea of that's so weird because it's such a serene place to be. Yeah, it's a it's nice, a place. beautiful place to be in general. Like, if anyone's ever gone for a hike in the woods or anything. It's a beautiful place to be, but it could also be the most horrifying place on earth. You're you know? Alone. Yeah, you're it's yeah, exactly. You're alone. You're hidden. You're away from everything else. Isn't Something could dark? already be there. And it's like it's it can be a lot of things and it, it becomes like a really wild emotional adventure. Right. It does. You know, especially if you get in your head about things like that too. It's like it, that can change any like that can completely change how you feel about your trip into the 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 forest and your hike or anything like that. You know. Yeah. Also, we know like 
you know, from a lot of like stories and stuff that like dark spiritual forces, they like to ruin things that are like sacred to you. Right. And places that are safe to you. Like they like to ruin that for you. Ooh. And I think that's messed up. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Up. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that's like, Oh, you feel was. safe in your house? Like, let me throw like hat man at you. Yeah. Like now you feel safe. Ah, uh, glad you don't like your room anymore. Yeah. You know? It's like a very evil... Just disrupting your peace in general. She never went back. Well, and you know what? But like I like when I said, when I was re- reading about the bells, like I just think about how people rang bells to kind of clear the air, to kind of get the devil away. And that's what makes me think that maybe that thing was sort of angelic. Might have been. You know, it was ringing bells. And like, like who brought that? Someone brought that up. Was that Aaron that brought that up? That like it might not have just been alerting. I know it was Mike. I don't know who it was alerting the bells you know like the bell was alerting her and the bell was alerting whatever else was i was there and whatever else was out there like hey i know what you're up to you know what i mean so yeah and one of the comments was yeah in the mr ballin video in the comments like someone was saying you know like it sounds like something was hunting her right you know, like it hunted these beavers is doing these messed up things to the, to the beavers and like what's what's harder to track and kill than a human you know nothing really yeah like because humans have like this ability to like evade and so maybe it was maybe there was a killer out there and the whatever this bell ringer was trying to save her from that so yeah i guess i just don't know man i don't know and And i and we're not we're never gonna figure it out because we weren't there we don't even know where it was and like i don't know anybody got a quick final thought that was it for me. That was mine. I think you have my final thought. Mine too. Yeah. So I think we're all agreed that if you start to hear this, get out of the woods. Thank you guys for listening tonight. Um, if you, obviously you're listening to us, so you found us on Spotify, Apple, anchor wherever you're listening we appreciate you if you're on apple go ahead and leave us a a comment and a review hit that five star button go ahead and high five that star for us um if any of you on there have a story that you want to share and you don't want to be a guest you just want to send us a message um you can do that on instagram where maybe it's spiritual on instagram we also have a gmail maybe it's spiritual at gmail.com uh, send us your story. We can read your story. Um, you can stay anonymous. We can let people know, you know, what you've experienced. You know, maybe it'll help someone out. Maybe they've shared the same thing. Uh, we'll talk about it. Maybe give some advice if you want it. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're also on TikTok. Uh, we still have T-shirts for sale. If anybody wants a T-shirt, um, and scroll down on Instagram and see those designs. Just hit us up. We do have Venmo. Uh, yeah. Thanks again for listening, and we'll. Uh, We'll catch you next time.